tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Live from our studio here in Kokomlebe, Accra, this is Johnny's Prime with me, Samuel Kojo Brace. It's live on DSTV Channel 421 and GoTV Channel 125, as well as around the world on myjoyonline.com. Coming up, fireworks in Parliament as Communications Minister Osla Osuekufol explodes with outrage on the floor, branding on the floor, branding his colleague MP Mad after she was accused of being a lesbian in a private conversation picked up by the microphone. I'll tell you what happened when the speaker challenged the MPs opposed to the bill to stand up and be counted. Also, Eastern Regional Minister orders property owners on the Pediasi Mountain to take immediate remedial measures to stop stones and sand from falling off onto the road to avert a looming disaster in the area. Details as the Ghana Highway Authority blames assemblies for allowing the wrong sighting of buildings. Now, families are also seeking damages to the tune of $4.7 million from the Gambian government and an Indian pharmaceutical company following the death of over 60 children after ingesting cough syrups made by the company. At 8 p.m., I'll hand over to Beverly Broom to bring us prime business. Ghana Stock Exchange indicates it is working hard to reduce the concentration risk on the capital market, a move that will reduce losses as a result of an economic shock. And later, Razak Muzba will join us with uh, Prime Sports. Ghana is on course to host the continent's best ever Africa Games. That's according to local organizing committee chairman, Dr. Ofosu Asari. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay for details. Join News Prime Headlines was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. It was a dramatic spectacle on the floor of Parliament today when a microphone caught MP for Tamale Central and former Deputy Trade Minister Mutala Mohammed describing the Communications Minister 
as a lesbian. Members of Parliament have been debating the controversial anti-gay bill. Parliament's Constitutional and Legal Affairs Committee have presented a consensus report asking the House to pass the bill. Both NDC and MPP MPs in a rare show of unanimity had been on their feet one after the other in support of the bill until the microphone caught Mutala Mohammed's comment about the communications minister. Ursula Osu Ekofol exploded with outrage, branding the MP as uh, mad. There was fireworks in Parliament when MPs debated the report of the Constitutional Parliamentary and Legal Affairs Committee on the controversial anti-gay bill. It started off on a very cordial note with MPs on both sides agreeing that this controversial bill must be passed into law. We first heard from the MP for Asantia Chemnot and the Apia Kubi, who actually said all 275 MPs in Parliament supported the bill. The law, as we have it now, prescribes unnatural canal knowledge without even adding anything. So there is nothing also before us requesting of us to pass a law to allow that so far. Mr. Speaker, I'm very happy that this House of 275 members all endorse this bill. And, and we are religiously going to support the bill to pass. I am, I am speaking to the House and supporting the bill and also indicating the support of all our members because our membership as Ghanaians, all Ghanaians support this bill. We then heard from the Speaker who threw a challenge to all MPs on the floor to stand up if they were against this anti-LGBTQ bill. Opportunity to those who are against to speak. <laughs> all members are in support of the bill. Well, no one stood up. No one in Parliament stood up in opposition to the bill. It was then that we heard from former Minority Chief Whip, Honorable Muntaka Mubarak, who described the advocacy of LGBTQ as madness, and also the first Deputy Speaker, who said that the constitutional and the national life of Ghana does not support those activities. It is very worrying that those who have been canvassing for this for lack of better word, madness to be allowed to continue in our country are not averting to their minds to three things. And I always say the first thing, regardless of which other human being you are, there's something you believe. Whatever you believe, whether you are a Christian, you are a Muslim, you are a Buddhist, you are a pagan, you believe in something. What has your scripture said about this? They were threatening the lack of house winning, some George, and many of us who were speaking about visas to travel to their country. The speaker, we have made them look as if going to their country is, is about life. The speaker, if we were to do reciprocity, to do. Reciprocal of what they are doing, so that they will not also be able to come into our country. We will see those who suffer most. Promotion of 
proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian family values. My friend, the ranking member has quoted our constitutional duty to pro uh, promote and protect our social and cultural values, an injunction by our constitution. So indeed, we are taking our responsibility under the constitution and promoting and passing this bill. This was when things got a little bit heated on the floor when Communications Minister S. Lowusu, who debated, actually said that the human rights of such persons must be considered and that she was excited that a committee had taken its time to trash out some of those issues in this report. What we can do is to ensure that the human rights of every Ghanaian citizen are protected in line with our constitution and that nobody is discriminated against because of their beliefs or sexual orientation. Yes, honorable, let's hear you. It is incumbent on us as members of parliament to craft a piece of legislation that is not in conflict with our constitution or existing legislation. And so I commend the committee for the extensive work that they have done to clean up the, the bill that was presented to us and to come up with the amendments that they have proposed. And for the information of all Ghanaians, oral sex, anal sex, regardless of whether it is between man and woman, man and man, or woman and woman, it's illegal under our law. So if there's anybody who is practicing oral sex or anal sex today, on a man or a woman, please note that what you're doing is against the existing law of this country because it is a natural carnival. But just when she concluded her debate and another MP was on the floor, the Speaker of Parliament said he had heard that the Honorable Mutala Mohammed, MP for Tamale Central, had uttered some words to the extent that Eslo Usu was either a promoter or a practitioner of anti-LGBTQ activities. Honorable member for Kemali Central, please kindly withdraw that statement. Honorable member for Kemali Central, please. We are telling all of us together, please withdraw that statement. No, I overheard you. Honorable Mutala, I overheard you. Please just withdraw the statement. Well, they impressed on Honorable Mutala Mohammed to apologize, and he wasn't ready to do so. And Honorable Eslousu was visually incensed and so angry. Mr. Speaker, I sat here and repeatedly heard Honorable Mutala refer to me as a practitioner of LGBT. To the hearing of everyone in this house.
Well, eventually, the two MPs smoked the peace pipe. They all apologized for their part in the fracas in Parliament. But, Mr. Speaker, it, Mr. Speaker, it is fair that Honorable S. Lousu, strangely, if you the are Honorable finished. former minister seated if by you are air, is not aware she made some statement. If you are also, finished. we draw every statement she made. If Members of Parliament, and with respect to the titles that we bear, and the constituencies that we represent, if there's any gesture I made which anyone here finds offensive, I would draw it. However, let us all also be honest and admit that the bill has gone to the second reading. It will come back again for consideration stage where it will be taken clause by clause. It will be debated. Eventually, this consensus and this coalition on, of, on both sides of the House holds then we may expect that this controversial anti-LGBTQ bill will now be passed into law. Reporting for Joy News, Kweku Asante, Parliament House, Accra. Well, the United States government has lauded what it describes as Ghana's leadership in regional security and for being a model of democracy. The remarks were made by United States Ambassador to Ghana, Virginia Palmer, at a ceremony held in Accra to mark her home country's 247th independence anniversary, where he, she has told the years of friendship between both Ghana and the U.S. There is more in this report. A solemn moment reflecting on over 200 years of promoting the values of freedom and individual liberty. The America Independence Anniversary brought together officials of the U.S. Embassy, some American citizens, members of the diplomatic corps, and a Ghanaian delegation led by the Chief of Staff, Akosia Frema Opari. United States Ambassador to Ghana, Virginia Palmer, delivering her welcome address, took the opportunity to laud what she describes as Ghana's leadership in regional security and for being a model of democracy. Reflecting on what those freedoms are and what it costs to preserve them is what today is all about. And, and that's another way in which Ghana and the United States have important ties. Ghana's own independence struggle inspired countless of others in their quest for freedom, including in the United States. And your example burns bright in a time when there has been much democratic backsliding around the region. Um, the depth of our long-standing security partnership was highlighted when Ghana and the United States hosted Flintlock, a major military exercise that involved 29 nation militaries. And soon we'll be commissioning two ships and handing over a pier and millions of dollars of equipment to the Special Boat Squadron. And then finally, when Vice President Harris visited Ghana, she announced major programs on security, digitalization, and women's economic empowerment that look at Africa as a critical partner on issues that define the global future, new technologies, climate, and democratic growth. And the choice of Ghana as her first stop was very intentional. 
acknowledging not just our historic ties, but Ghana's leadership in regional security and on the UN Security Council and her model for democratic governance for the region and the world. Minister for Communications and Digitalization, Esla Wuswekofu, on behalf of the people of Ghana, expressed hopes of increased cooperation between the United States and the Republic of Ghana in order to accelerate mutual growth and development. From the early years of Ghana's independence, the United States has been a steadfast supporter of Ghana's quest for self-determination and freedom. The friendship between our nations has grown and evolved over time, expanding into various spheres of collaboration and cooperation. Economic cooperation has also been a vital aspect of our relationship. The United States has been a significant trade partner for Ghana, contributing to economic growth and job creation. American investors have and continue to play crucial roles in driving economic development in sectors such as energy, agriculture, manufacturing, and technology. Now, members of the National Food Suppliers Association spent the night at the premises of the National Buffer Stock Company to demand payment of services rendered. More as uh, the group, uh, they have supplied uh, foodstuff uh, uh, to senior high schools, but to get paid for that, they were left with no choice than to sleep on the floor at the premises of the National Buffer Stock Company to demand their monies. That is the story of members of the National Food Suppliers Association of Ghana. They had traveled from all over Ghana to picket at the National Food Buffer Stock Company Tuesday to demand the payment of 217 million city for food supplied from 2021 to 2023, but they did not get any response from the company. Members of the association therefore spend the night at the premises of the Buffer Stock Company, promising not to leave until they are paid their money. Some of them have been speaking to join news. We say every time the food is supplied, within 60 days, we will be paid. Right, it's left here. Um, we've not heard anything from the Buffer Stock. No, 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 Buffer Stock, right? They, they don't even care. They don't even, they don't care at all. No, 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 no. no. Mm. Nothing. How did you cope here, sleeping here? Yes, mosquitoes are the rest. People, because they have come from far, upper east, upper west, all the regions, they have come. And where are they going? They don't have money to rent hotels. So they have to spend the night here, and they are ready to spend. Right. Yes. So yeah. until we are paid, that's why they will continue to be here. Right. Thank you. Thank you too. They are also accusing the company of sidelining them and giving the supply contract to their friends and cronies. We say every time the food is supplied, within 60 days, we will be paid. Right, it's left here. Um, we've not heard anything from the Buffer Stock. No, 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 Buffer Stock, right? They, they don't even care. They don't even, they don't care at all. No, 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 no. Mm. Nothing. How did you cope here, sleeping here? Yes, mosquitoes are the rest. People, because they have come from far, upper east, upper west, all the regions. They have come. And where are they going? They don't have money to rent hotels. So they have to spend the night here, and they are ready to spend. Right. Yes. So until we are paid, that's why they will continue to be here. All right. Thank you. Thank you too. Now joining us live via Zoom now is Kweku Amedume, the spokesperson of the association. Grateful to you, sir, for joining us here. Um, after you slept there on Tuesday and the whole of today, have you had any response from the company? Um, good evening. 
listeners, uh, to your good self. Yes, we have not had any communication from them yet. Um, in fact, we are not looking forward for communication. All we are looking for is our money to be paid. Mm-hmm. We have had every from them. They are not able to speak to us because they have exhausted all the excuses they have. They have in stock. And so they don't have anything to tell us. Perhaps they are praying the checks to come and hand over to us. We are waiting, my brother. So are you at the premises as we speak now? Okay. So we, we were still speaking to Kekwa Medume, who is the spokesperson for the National Food Suppliers Association. They are still sleeping, as they tell us. They're still sleeping at the Buffer Stock Company, waiting for their monies to be paid them. In the meantime, moving to other stories, Minister Seth Kwame Achampon, uh, that's the Eastern Regional Minister, has ordered owners of properties on the Pediasi Mountain to take immediate steps to stop rocks and sand from falling off onto the road. The minister stormed the area in the company of the Eastern Regional NADMO officials after joining news report on the state of the road Wednesday after how of the stretch was covered in stones and sand. Carlos Caloni has more. Half of the Pediasi to a Yemen sandbound stretch of the road was covered in sand and stones, narrowing the two-lane road into a single lane Wednesday morning. In 2016, the road was closed for five months by the Ghana Highways Authority for stabilization works on the mountain. Six years on, the situation persists as broken wall from this house dangerously sighted at the edge of the hill formed part of the stones and the sand washed onto the road. These motorists have grave concerns over the situation. Actually, I've been using this road for a couple of days now and I think something needs to be done because usually late in the evening it's very risky and dangerous using this road. Whenever it rains, it carries a lot of things, debris onto the road, whereby it makes it uncomfortable driving through late in the evening. I think. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Wonder something done. It will help save lives here. Have you had any personal experience where maybe you run into it that you would like to share with? Oh yeah. About three days ago, I encountered an accident here driving home. And I think it needs an immediate attention to it, which... I guess once it's done, it will help save lives here. So the road is supposed to be two lanes, but what can you tell us when you get there? Um, the two lanes is not actually working. It's not one lane due to the debris on the road. So what would be your message to the Ghana Highway Authority? They need to take immediate action to help save lives here. 
Please your phone again. Stanley Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a, a major problem here. Mostly when it rains, normally wash off the stones down. So we advise the residents, those people who build on the mountains, to stop it, but they refuse to. They didn't listen to advice, so they put it on. It's not even like that, though. It is washing gradually. So we are even afraid of them one day. It will just come down. Everything will just fall off and come down. Anajua Uba, especially said double car bus or mobile. So we are visiting uh, driver waha, a young woman, because we are the speed in this and the center has it. Or more for the money problem. Now a boon a good corner, so come and hear dangerous as seeing so near Bano. And your best simple for say a son or mama come on, we see a dano and can and then so no bar a boon him, but they said at a chenna born ever. Few hours after the joint news report, workers from the Mobile Maintenance Unit 2 of the Ghana Highways Authority were seen busily clearing the debris on the road. The Eastern Regional Minister, who stormed the area Wednesday afternoon following joint news report, ordered owners of properties on the hill to take remedial measures to stop the stones from falling onto the road. It- we have spoken to the owners of this property. This is a private property, and they need to, as a matter of urgency, raise a solid defense wall which will help protect the remaining properties here. Um, subsequent to that, I'm sure engineers are going to come around to certify the structures to see, test them to see if indeed the structures are durable to stand the test of time or some actions needs to be taken on them. That aside, the contractor who is working to is also being met to ensure that he speeds up his work so we do not have a future occurrence. For us, the main important thing to us is to protect life and property. So this defense wall is very key to us and we are going to ensure that it is developed as soon as practicable. You can find with me my regional NADMO director. That is why he's here because we have to ensure that lives are protected. The municipal chief executive is with me. The municipal engineer is also with me. All of them are here helping us to put together what needs to be done immediately to protect property and life. The mobile maintenance units of the Ghana Highways Authority have swiftly moved to site. And as you can see in the background, they are working to clear the debris. We hope this will be sustained. Reporting from PDRC, my name is Carlos Caloni for Joy News. Uh, former Minister for Food and Agriculture, Dr. Ousufi Yakoto, is set to storm four regions this week to continue to propagate his campaign message. According to him, he is motivated by the reception from delegate in his engagement so far, and his message is resonating with the grassroots of the party. The former minister under the Akufuado government, who is going into the flag bearer race of the MPP for the first time, is therefore convinced that the delegates believe that he understands the challenges in the party and will be the right candidate to make the party grow stronger. Samuel Imbura monitored the vetting exercise and reports. The former Greek minister under the Akufuado government, who is going into the MPP flag bearer race for the first time, is convinced that the delegates believe that he understands the challenges in the party and will be the right candidate to make the party grow stronger. He becomes the eighth aspirant to be vetted in the race. Addressing the media, Dr. Friyakoto said the grounds are good for him. His exercise is confidential, so I cannot tell you much, but I can say that 
everything has gone very well. And thanks for coming. What about which one you're campaigning? How is it going? The campaigning is going well. You know, we started great Accra, and the reception has been wonderful. Really, really good. We'll continue tomorrow in uh, uh, Central Region. Then we go to uh, Eastern Region, Shanti. We're going. We're doing a tour of the of the regions. Not necessarily finishing every region before moving to another region, but it's just up, step, and jump. So it's a message. It's amazing. The message is is going very well. The delegates they realize that. We are very much aware of their situations. And we are very confident that under my leadership, the party will grow stronger and stronger and break the eight come the day. But former railway development minister and MP for Escado Ketan constituency, who was a knife aspirant to be vetted, assured delegates he's a right choice for the party. For example, when we came to submit our forms, we had to stop it. Today, we have to stop people from coming. And we don't bust people and things like that. I prefer to do with people who are committed to the course. And I'm very confident. Like I said, during when I submitted the form, that God willing, I'll be part of the first five. And November, Ghana will stand still. Ghana will stand still and see the glory of God. The, the, the message to the delegates is that their candidate is Jugati. I'll be coming to them. I've, come, I've gone to some of them. I'll be coming to each of them. And I want to assure them that by the time they finish listening to me, they'll come to the conclusion that there's one candidate and his name is Jugati. Meanwhile, the last aspirant to face the MPP vetting committee on Thursday will be former MP for Mampong, Francis Adainimo. The vetting committee will later address the media on the next flagbearer election process. For join News, Samuel Mbura. And let's take you to Gambia now because over 19 parents are seeking damages from the Gambian government and an Indian pharmaceutical company to the tune of $4.7 million in damages. This follows the death of over 60 children whose demise have been linked to some Indian-made cough syrups they consumed. The government has, however, remained silent on the matter, according to our sources. Now, uh, we'll take you live to the Gambia to speak to Felix Dan. Uh, Flex Dan, he is a Gambian journalist who has been following this story for close to a year. Grateful to you, uh, Flex, for joining us here. Now, when was it uh, first established that a cough syrup had something to do with the death of the children? Yes, the cough syrup, it was established last year when... WHO came to the Gambia to provide technical support around October last year, early October. By then, 66 children had already perished mm. from the poisonous um, drugs from okay. India, made in mm. pharmaceuticals. And um, Flex Dan is my nickname. My real name is Yusef Taylor, editor for a media house here in Gambia. Okay. Thank you so much. Now, um, how widespread is the situation in Gambia? So, to date, we've got at least confirmed 73 cases. 73 children have perished. Um, 70 in 2022, and three more confirmed in 2023. However, the unfortunate um, situation is that there are some 16 children who have died this year, but their um, circumstances have not been confirmed by the Ministry of Health. 
um, journalists are trying to get answers to questions about that, but the Ministry of Health hasn't been forthcoming. Myself, I've visited the um, Ministry of Health. We've even had international reporters come to the Gambia who I have helped to get to the Ministry of Health. They've also, um, unfortunately, not been successful to get information. So um, that's the situation, um, okay. which is we're not very clear exactly okay. how widespread it is. But that's as far as we know. Okay. So far. Mm. But, but, but if you take regions, how many regions have been affected by this? Um, you could say almost all the regions, um, 73 children is quite a lot. And Gambia is quite a small country. We have about 2 million um, population, like Ghana. Mm. And um, we have about seven regions, seven regions. We don't have that many regions like Ghana. Um, so, if you consider it, it is for us to have 73 children dead, um, it's a huge, um, massive disaster mm. if you check the ratio of the population as okay. well. Yeah. So, uh, it is quite widespread in the Gambia's mm. case. Do we know the specific brand or brands uh, as part of this or that, that have been affected by this? Yes, there are four specific brands which have been identified, and they are all coming from maiden pharmaceuticals in India. Um, the drugs we have, um, it's the first one is promethazine oral solution. The second one is Corfex Malin Baby Cough Syrup. We also have Markov Baby Cough Syrup and Magrit and Cough and Cold Syrup. So those are the four different um, medicines which we do have. What they said was in this um, drugs that cause the um, toxins and that have killed the children mm. is that there's a belief to be a substance that is used in cars, in vehicles, antifreeze. Um, this, ve- this substance found its way into these medicines and that is what is responsible for killing um, the children. Yes. Wow. Now, what has the Ministry of Health there been saying about this development? At the beginning, there was a lot. They had a lot to say when it just happened. Um, they were churning out reports, four-page, five-page reports, quite extensive reports. Um, at that stage, it was just about 28 people that were affected. Um, but unfortunately, they went cold after a while. Investigation started. The government decided to, the president himself, decided to establish an investigative panel. Mm. And when they did that, that was when the Ministry of Health went cold and decided to let the investigative panel do their work. Um, ever since that then, though, the National Assembly Parliament have launched an investigation and inquiry into this. And they've published their report. Um, calling for recommendations, calling for actions to be taken, and for the government to take legal action against these um, pharmaceutical companies, but they've never done that. So now the parents have decided to take um, matters into their own hands, but the government is also included. They're not just going for the pharmaceutical companies anymore. They are going for the pharmaceutical company which produced it, that is made in pharmaceuticals, you have Atlantic Pharmaceutical, who was responsible for the distribution here in Gambia, as well as the Ministry of Health and the MCA, um, which is the Medicines Control 
agency okay. in the country. They look at uh, medicines and they are supposed to be doing the tests. Okay. So right. they went cold. Mm-hmm. A while back, in um, towards December, mm-hmm. is when the Ministry of Health okay. kept quiet and allowed this investigation panel to do its job. And okay. they've not been saying since. All right. Grateful to you for joining us with those information. Well, John News has been making some contact with the Health Minister for Gambia, Dr. Amadou Lamin Samate. Uh, his response was, quote, thank you very much for your interest in the issue. Our government will soon be issuing a statement on our position on this issue. I suggest that you wait until after that for any interview so that we do not preempt that. Thanks a lot. Unquote there. This is the Joy News uh, Prime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Do stay with us. My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevents me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself of PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one but if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur then you already are staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship, and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, 
If you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. Number one from here, two and three from here, five and six from here, for now. the number seven, eight, and the number nine. Waiter, bring me number ten. Please, I can't eat anymore. I mean number ten, liver salt. Your most effective liver salt for the relief of stomach upset, heartburn, hyperacidity, and indigestion. Would you like to try number eleven? Number 10 Liver Salt. Refreshing relief. Fast. Manufactured and distributed by Ernest Chemist Limited. This advert is FDA approved. With the Ecobank salary account, you will enjoy free life insurance. Oh, free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. And even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo. Reloaded. Vimwo. This Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Yara. But maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I had a good shine my shoe. Hey. Yo, myself, I had to go check my BP. Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, I did me Papano. And when I find it, I stick to it. My shishumanya bell pack tissues. Bell pack and T-roll. Bell pack T-roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Send your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Park is simply the best. It's just perfect. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? ¿Ya estás preparado? 
para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. But it's further into spoiler. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tank? From the break now, two-time finalists of the Love FM High Schools debate, Pemper College, have secured a slot at the semi-final stage of the competition. In an ambitious, combative, and a cutthroat argument on the motion, quote, the retirement age for civil servants should be moved to 70 years. Unquote, the amamfor of Pemper College eliminated the Unrama of Kumasi High Kumasi Wesley girls. Nanabuachi Yadom reports from Kumasi. for them but today is a good day for Pemper College as they win their contest against Kumasi Wesley girls. Amanfua today won their contest on the motion quote the retirement age for civil servants should be moved to 70 unquote. I have the debaters here with me and I'll be finding out from this gentleman who was a subordinate speaker for Pemper College. What was the trick again? I've been asking you this question over and over again. How do you always win your contest especially today's contest against Kumasi Wesley girls? I know you ask the question over again and the answer is the steam. It's the God factor for me. All I'll say today is Abba Father. He has done it. What you saw there today was a miracle, honestly. It was a full miracle. My own presentation, I was blank. But in Jesus' name. Uh, in fact, God, God has really done so well for you. But no, I want to find out, is it the name Prempe College that scared Kumasi Wesley girls? Yes. Oh no, I'm not sure it's the name. Nah. It's not the name Prempe College that scared Kumasi girls. When you're coming against a bigger school, of course, you have this nervous feeling or something. But then, no, it wasn't just Prempe College. Wait, wait, wait. You admit to a bigger school? I don't have to see that. I don't have to see it. <laughs> all right, all right. And yeah, I have the principal speaker who spoke for Pemper College on the motion today. In fact, I must say that they won with some 240 points against Kumasi Wesley girls, um, where they also had 231 points. So nine points different. Um, how did you make it a win for yourself today? As my friend just said, everything is scored. Everything is good. 
God is the factor in everything. If you heard him say in the name of Jesus, it is not a mistake that he made. It was actually in the presentation. We include God in everything that we do so that in the end we prosper and we prosper. Yes. To make things simple and for for the benefit of our audience, other schools in the contest, you'll be meeting us and to mind. Um, what are they to expect from you? Simple. If God is victory and Premier College is victory, then God is Premier College. So they should expect to meet God. So as Antiman Senior High School, you'll be joined by Premier College at the semi-final stage of the Love FM High School debate. Their warning is that expect to meet God. Today, they came against Kumasi Wesley girls. They made it a win. At the semi-final stage, they'll be coming against you. But they are saying the last thing they would have to tell you is expect nothing but the God factor. Now, Prasad Lego and I set their sight on the ultimate prize as they embark on a relentless campaign to claim their eighth NSMQ National Trophy. Their determination was evident as they triumphed over a formidable opponent, including Accra Academy, Chemo SHS, and Tema Methodist SHS, to secure their fourth consecutive regional title. With their recent victory propelling them forward, Presec Legon believes they are on a definitive path towards clinching the coveted national trophy once again. Michael Ashali was there in our reports. Presec Legon, before now, had won the regional championship three times in five years. Accra Academy, Chemu Senior High School and Tema Methodist Senior High School were hoping to make history by winning for the very first time. Like a pendulum, the amplitude of emotions in the auditorium rose and fell, sometimes so quiet you could hear a pin drop. Other times, the roar from the auditorium was ear-splitting. After round one, Accra Academy gave reigning champions Presec Legon a reason to be afraid. At the end of round one, the Mamethodist Senior High School had four points. Shemu Senior High School had eight points. Presbyterian Boys Senior High School, nine points. Accra Academy, 13 points. Soon after that, tables turned. And denominator Z squared. Perfect. Presby boys. One. Simple. Plus six XY plus four Y squared. Excellent. For the regional championship in Greater Accra region, let's listen to the scores. Tema Methodist Senior High School had 11 points. Chemu Senior High School, 14 points. Accra Academy, 17 points. Presbyterian Boys Senior High School, 37 points. Um, we are very elated, winning for the fourth time. Four consecutive times in four years. We are very happy to win this. We couldn't have done this without the help of the Lord Most High. The God, Jesus Christ, on our side, we won again. 
It's not, it, we don't understand how it's happening. We like, we like what's happening. We like the way we feel. I mean, look at us. We feel. We don't We ask you to talk speed race and we talk blair. Well, Education Minister Dr. Yao Osayadichum is calling on educational institutions to focus on STEM education as he believes it is the future of education. At a 53rd graduation ceremony of Brain Hill International School, the sector minister advised students to add up STEM courses to what they are already pursuing. There is more in the following report. So if you are teaching uh, pollution, for example, it's not enough to say what are the causes of pollution, list the causes of pollution and the effects of pollution, why pollution. That is the lowest level of learning. It's about remembering, it's about understanding, and maybe, if you are lucky, applications. But the highest level of learning within that class will be when the teacher says, create a city without pollution. That means they have to design something, they have to come together doing some brainstorming and begin to look at how the city without pollution look like. Speaking at the graduation ceremony of Brain Hill International School, the Education Minister, Dr. Yao Iduchum, advised parents to allow their wards choose future careers they have interest in while guiding them in the process. As you're watching Joining Prime, we'll take a break. We'll be back with Showbiz. Passive Advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Oh, cool. 
clean. My newfound love and buddy, Aquadot Natural Mineral Water, made under strictly hygienic conditions with modern technology to ensure your quality. With Aquadot Natural Mineral Water, your safety is at heart. For bulk purchase, call 0257-205656 or 0559-765777. You can also visit us at Hatcho Ecomog Accra or Dotlanoi Limited. Hatcho Rabbit, Aquadot Natural Mineral Water. This advert is FDA approved. Limited Welcome back and time for us to bring showbiz and Becky Bex is in with all the latest gist. Yeah. Hello to you, Brittany. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I I heard from Estonia Boga. Oh he did. Mm, he did. Oh and then he was he so, sent you a message. Yeah, yeah. He was no no he called actually and he was appreciative of what you did for him. Oh mm-hmm. we're grateful. We're grateful for your time. But today let's you know a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, have been talking about prime movie box. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have prime movie box? Okay. I'm bringing prime movie box to us uh, this evening. So this evening we're talking about uh, a movie uh, which is set to uh, premiere this July. So in the film, for the first time since her divorce, Akosia, played by Nanama McBrown, a Ghanaian school teacher, is in love uh, again and preparing to fulfill her lifelong dream of moving to the U.S. with her new American boyfriend. Uh, however, when her students found out that she is leaving them, they didn't take the news well and caused her to guess, to second guess her plan. Here is the trailer. Hurry up. What else can a man ask for? Mafio. I would have a mafio. I would have a mafio. Yeah. Check it out. If you have such sweet plans that you ever took, right through the city full of hands. Have a very wonderful life. Your world is complete. See, Mr. Say, he can't even be trapped. I am supposed to be coming to my not me. Why? They call Paul and Kuma handsome. Look at him. <laughs> so, uh, Brace, look forward to that particular mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be, Manana McBown is in there. Mm-hmm. But on Spotlight this evening, let's talk about Gospel Minister C.C. Edwards. He's a U.S.-based uh, gospel minister, and he's been talking about his new song, the Ghana music industry, and everything you need to know about C.C. Edwards. Mm-hmm. 
classify myself as being in the gospel music industry. Tell me about it. I, I want to be classified as being in the gospel music ministry. Right. Yes, because for me, it's not what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. It's what God has called me to do. Um, you know, when I, when I say God has called me to do, um, it's, I have dealt with pastors and prophets that I didn't know from anywhere. I just met and they, you know, told me that this is the mandate. And at what point did you realize that uh, this is what I want to do? It was actually in a very difficult time of my life. I was in the U.S. I didn't know which direction I was going with life itself, you know. Um, I, did, you know the, I didn't know what job I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to go back to school. I just didn't know what I wanted to do with life. And so that time, I prayed a lot. You know, there were times that, you know, I realized that I was crying when I was praying because I was asking the Lord, why me? Why this? Why that? You know, set my feet you know, in a direction where, you know. And so, um, during that time, you know, um, I realized that the Lord was taking me a different direction. Mm -hmm. You're now here in the industry. I want to take your uh, view on, you know, the whole gospel music scene. Mm -hmm. uh, from your perspective, what do you make of the, the, the gospel music industry and what are you uh, bringing on board? It's <laughs> a tricky question, a great one and such. Uh, uh, there are excellent, you know, ministers here. Right. Jometo, you know, he's my friend. Great guy, you know, I've listened to the likes of MOG, right. um, you know, um, Diana Hamilton, and groups like uh, Empress, you know, they, 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 people are doing great things, you know. Um, and I am praying that, um, you know, we continue to do, you know, great, great exploits. Well, and that's uh, all in showbiz Yeah, uh, that's Edwards. Mm -hmm. uh, you can mm -hmm. follow him on all his social media platforms. He's okay. new in the industry, and I think that he deserves all the support. Okay. All right, That'll be all you. for you know, sure. the news and, and showbiz as well. And that's how we wrap up the bulletin. There's more news on myjoyonline.com. Up next is Prime Business with Beverly Brew. Good evening. Bye. Investment Limited. Hi, now let me share my wild life experience with you at Safari Valley Ecobar. Welcome to Safari Valley Ecobar. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Ecobar. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat and disturb the animals. We saw zebras, sable antelopes, brown cranes, mara, silkfish, bananas, Shetland ponies, and so many animals are just going to Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy a big car. <laughs> We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply. Madam, I'm looking for Abena. Abena, there's someone looking for you. Madam, please rest Abena. Abena, yes, is this who you are looking for? Ah. Madam, please get me up now. Please. Bella. Abna bra. Abna, Abna, Abna. Oh, Abna. Cook is not Abna rice. Cook it in your mouth. Abna rice. And Nijian Kwa. FDA. I said that you're in crowds where you Business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. Thank you so much for your QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
Hello, good evening and welcome to Business here on Joy News Prime. With me, Beverly Broom, straight to our very first story. And the Ghana Stock Exchange has indicated it is working hard to reduce the concentration risk on the capital market, a move that will reduce any losses as a result of an economic shock. According to its managing director, Benamwa, this is being done with the introduction of additional products on the market, such as a commercial paper market, which is awaiting approval from the Securities and Exchange Commission addressing market participants at the GSE Facts Behind Figures program. Mrs. Samoa said her outfit is committed to growing a sustainable capital market. Here's more in this report. Society General took the turn at the Ghana Stock Exchange Facts Behind Figures program. In her concluding remarks, Managing Director of the Exchange, Abna Amwa, said diversifying the market is the way to go to minimize losses in times of economic shocks. She stressed that her outfit has been working with stakeholders to implement the commercial paper market. The other product I want to talk about as we work around diversification is a market We've been working with the, with a whole b- uh, bunch of stakeholders to implement in Ghana, and that is our commercial paper market with a very wide stakeholder group from fund managers to um, our central bank to issuers to uh, the brokerage community to the bankers association. We have studied a few models around the world and we have developed a framework and rules for a commercial paper market, a formal commercial paper market. We have submitted this to the Securities and Exchange Commission, and we will. We are waiting for the approval, and we will launch this product this year. Again, as we look to financing the real sector, we call on SGSs. Thank you. My age comes through. <laughs> Society General and all other partners to look at this product as a viable financing tool for um, the real sector. We want to show competitive, we want to show speedy uh, financing solutions that address the challenges of entrepreneurs uh, in Ghana. The head of banking supervision at the Bank of Ghana, Osei Jesse, is warning savings and loans companies to take a critical look at rising cost of interest rates and non-performing loans in their books. He stated that the level of non-performance loans is becoming a huge challenge for savings and loans companies. Speaking at the launch of the 20th anniversary of Bayport Savings and Loans in Accra, Mr. Jesse assured that the central bank is addressing the issue. The Bank of Ghana commends Bayport for the growth trajectory as its total asset increased significantly and recorded a profit increase of 27.42 million cities as at the end of December 2022. This is described as a remarkable growth in the 20-year journey of Bayport. According to the head of banking supervision at the Central Bank, Osei JC, Bayport has contributed significantly to the financial inclusion drive of the country and must be commended. He, however, warns that concern of increasing non-performing loans and cost of credit could affect its asset quality. I've observed some marginal increases in the MPL stock of Bayport. And Bayport could manage this to improve the asset quality of the institution. 
this will also enhance the profitability of the institution. So this is one area that Bayport would have to look at. Then also, Mr. Chairman, Bayport would have to diversify its funding sources to reduce the leverage and also, one, cut down interest costs. Otherwise, financial risk could crystallize. So these are the areas that we thought Bayport should be looking at to improve to make more profits for the shareholders, to improve customer confidence, increase, prof increase profitability, so that they can learn more to grow the economy. So look at these areas for us, Mr. Chairman. Managing Director of Bayport Akwesia Buaji in the reaction hinted that the company will take strict steps to ensure its sustainability and comply with the directive from the Bank of Ghana. So the, the one thing about um, financial institutions is we are very regulated. And it's important that you take um, as much of the regulations into your business operations as possible. At Bayport, we uphold the highest levels of integrity, risk management into our operations and governance. So we take um, the regulator's advice very seriously in our operations. And that reflects not only in our performance, but in our relationship with our various regulators. The anniversary is under the theme celebrating 20 years of needs met, opportunities created, plans accomplished, hopes realized and dreams fulfilled. Now as part of measures to enhance Ghana's payment system, AZA Finance has announced that it will engage banks and fintechs in the country to provide safe and reliable platform to benefit the financial ecosystem. The move is also expected to link Ghanaian businesses with multinational companies. Speaking to Joy Business after engaging importers and exporters, the country director of AZA Finance, Nanayao Ousubanahine, said Ghanaian businesses can only be globally competitive if there is a fast and reliable payment system. Cost of transfer payment has become an essential part of cross-border trade for businesses. For many small businesses, the cost of transferring funds due to exchange rate volatilities has compounded their operations. Speaking to Joy Business after engaging importers and exporters, the country director of Aza Finance, Nanaya Owusu Banahene, said Kenyan businesses can be globally competitive if there is a fast and reliable payment system. Um, so what we are trying to do is that we are connecting with PSPs and banks, not just in Ghana, but the African continent, to be able to enable a seamless cross-border payments. Um, and so that's what we are focusing on. So we want to create a seamless cross-border payment that takes away most of the high cost of, of making payments outside of the country. Yeah, so we are a B2B. So our goal is actually to work with licensed partners. So we don't actually face customers. We provide that technology infrastructure and operational infrastructure with compliance and regulatory regimes to enable these transactions to happen. So we stay behind and empower the fintechs and the banks. Because of our current operational infrastructure, we've been able to take away some elements of uh, corresponding bank effects and also transactional charges. So this will enable local partners to be able to do these transactions at very low cost. On this part, the Executive Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association, Samson Asaki, Awingobert, is optimistic as a finance will help Ghanaian businesses to leverage the opportunity provided by other finance to expand their operations across the continent. Well, I, I, I strongly believe that uh, as the Executive Secretary for Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, 
what I look for my people is when they intend to pay uh, their suppliers uh, at the speed and the agency uh, and the infrastructure, the platforms that they will be able to use uh, in the swift manner um, by paying their suppliers when they are procuring goods from them. Um, and also, not just paying the supplier, but also looking at a, a platform uh, that will cut down costs, that will be very effective and efficiency. Um, that will not take them more than four banks or four transactions. That you know that what that means. It comes with a cost. Now, stakeholders in the trade and industry sector in the Volta region have expressed readiness to take advantage of the numerous opportunities of the African continental free trade area after they have appealed to the government to resolve challenges impeding the progress of the sector, which they believe would affect the effective implementation of the African Intra-Trade Initiative. The industry players mentioned this at the Volta Regional After Conference in Ho. The African Continental Free Trade Area provides a single-window borderless market across the continent. It is aimed at promoting intra-trade and growing the economy of the continent. In a bid to ensure effective participation, the National AFTA Coordination Office embarked on a sensitization drive for industry players across the country. At the Volta Regional Edition, the National Coordinator of AFTA, Dr. Farid Kwesi Arthur, underscored the potential of the region. To become one of the leading uh, districts in terms of trade and other things in the country. We have all the resources, we have all the resources that are very strategically positioned. We are on the border with the rest of our neighbors, close to Nigeria and other things that we have. So there is a huge amount of potential. Let's then turn that potential into something tangible. And we'll see the number of people. Though participants lauded the initiative, they raised concerns about bad road networks, among other challenges, identified to impede the effective implementation of AFTA. Delaga Janku is the Volta and Eastern Regional Chair of the Association of Ghana Industries. We are promoting our regional economy through various interventions, and one of the key interventions is the Volta Trade and Investment Fair. Um, our region has a deficiency in infrastructure. We are talking about transportation. Um, we are talking about good road network, even just right from Ho to Aflao. You heard um, the participants lament. Unfortunately, we have an airport, so we need to operationalize the airport. If our regional economy grows, it means that the airport will, will, will be enhanced and it will work. We are talking about the railway, even though we are told that it will pass through Ho to Hohoe, maybe in the next 10 to 15 years' time. Um, we will get all those. Uh, so we have an advantage as a region. We have the water bodies. The Volta Regional Minister, Dr. Achibod Lecher, said plans are underway to construct major road networks in the region. Something is being done. We did the first uh, drawings we presented, but we want to do the roadway. It's going to be reconstructed with an asphaltic base, and that is what has been presented. We are waiting for approval from the minister and funding, and then it can start. Go to Denu. It's only 90 kilometers. We, we, are, we are doing everything possible to make sure that all the issues with the contractors are sorted out so, so that the work, work, work can resume. Uh, and it's part of, a lot of the portions have been done. 
bad. They be Vekuninu to give away so bad that, uh, like Adakuru um, Road, they chairfed to Abwadi to, uh, I think, going to join by email or something. Some, some. And these are projects that uh, are important, and we do our best uh, to, to, to make sure that they, they are addressed. And uh, I believe that uh, it will benefit us. And we're working with them towards the, the, the voter fair in November, December. So we're going to work together to bring people from all over Africa. The fifth regional after conference brought together players in small and medium scale industries in the Volta region. They were lectured on the African Intra-Trade Initiative, its framework and action plan, and numerous opportunities for Ghanaian producers to export their products. Fred Kwame Asari, Joy News, who... We do some more stories now, and Finance Minister Ken Uforiata has said that Ghana's bailout plan with the International Monetary Fund has brought about a dramatic change to the economy. According to the minister, although the decision to run the austerity policy was a difficult one, it is beginning to pay off, giving the evidence of the reduction in inflationary figures and the relative stability of the city to the dollar. Speaking to Joy News at the American Embassy in Accra to mark the country's independence anniversary, Ken Uforiata said he remains hopeful that Ghana, that the Ghanaian economy will bounce back strong. We have our own unique situation in terms of the economy. What do you see as the future? Uh, you know that Ghanaians have been asking that what is the, how is the future looking like for uh, right. Ghana and Africa as a continent? Yeah. I mean, I think first of all, we need to acknowledge that this is just an unprecedented period in global affairs with regards to the economy and all the incidents that we have seen. But be that as it may, I mean, July 1st last year was a very different period than July 1st this year. And the media, the media will recognize that um, it's been quite a dramatic change in where we are. During that period in which we did a double take to go to the fund, we got the SLA in record time. We got um, the fund approval in record time. We got three times our quota, which is unprecedented, three billion. Uh, we also were able to front load it so that we may get 1.2 billion this year, uh, which is good. And then within three days of the approval also, it was this best for us. Um, and then inflation, must um, taper down from 54 to where we are. I think the currency is a little bit more stable. Um, treasury bill rates have moved from 35 to maybe 20 something percent. The domestic debt exchange program was very difficult for us as a country. Um, but I think, you know, um, the, the need to do it is being proven. Um, so you can see some stability, and we are grateful for that. There's a lot of work ahead, and really we need to remain faithful as Ghanaians and to push ahead. There's going to be some sacrifices, but I think it's the direction to go. Okay. Message as U.S. marks its 247th Independence Day. What message do you have about strengthening cooperation between Ghana and the U.S.? I think really for me, you know, the U.S. exemplifies, you know, the issue of civil rights, dignity, and the rights of the people. And, um, you know, in the good times, also a country that has really led the flame, I mean, holding up the flame 
um, for democracy and freedom of the world. Um, difficult times um, these past few years, uh, but I think we'll all recalibrate and continue um, to walk lock and step. They were very helpful to us during our um, approval from the IMF, and we thank them for their continued um, solidarity with Ghana. What do you look forward to in the future, the coming years, the partnership between Ghana and the U.S.? Yeah, I think there are a number of issues, especially in security, uh, because I really see Ghana as a green space of democracy in West Africa, and I think as enlightened self-interest um, should lead to us. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Working closer together. I think the other area of cooperation which is important will be the issue of technology. How to um, um, join um, to make Ghana the technology hub for Africa on the back of the AFCFTA. And that's really exciting for me. There's also a pledge of some more funding in areas of agriculture and other forms of partnership. Uh, is Ghana looking forward to having these funds and how crucial would they be in our economic recovery? You know, I, I think with the IMF program, that certainly will lead to uh, macro stability and austerity. But the main part of it that we should be um, really intentional about is the area of um, private sector involvement and transformation. Because that's robust, that's sustainable. Uh, and I think that with the... Um, with DFC, uh, which used to be OPEC, now removing the ports from Ghana is opening up the window for more private sector investment to come. And we intend to follow through on that and get a lot more U.S. investment to the country. I was speaking to the UNDP Africa chief last week on the sidelines of the Africa Exim Bank. She raised a concern about how some rating agencies are not being fair to African countries such as Ghana. Is, is it bothering to you as, as a, a policymaker, knowing how difficult it is for African countries to access the international market? I think the issue of capital is a big problem. And I think generally there's been a lot of um, angst, you say, about the way in which rating agencies are performed and how they work uh, in a way in which sometimes it pushes countries from liquidity to insolvency. Um, so yes, there's a lot to be um, discussed and I think even in the Paris meetings um, there was a lot of talk about the global financial architecture and therefore um, agents such as um, credit rating agencies, how they impact um, the way in which capital is blocked from countries such as ours. So that's a discussion um, that has to be continued to be pursued. 
um, so that access to capital at rates that are reasonable, not the alleged African premium, which costs us considerable amounts of money. So we look forward to challenging that and changing the way in which things are done. Managing Director of Societe General PLC, Hakim Uzani, has indicated that the bank is in good standing and would be able to withstand the impact of a second domestic debt exchange program. The bank recorded a marginal growth despite the impact of the domestic debt exchange program on the banking sector. According to Mr. Uzani, the bank would put in place certain measures to ensure its continuous growth. It increased its revenues in the year 2022 despite the general impact of the domestic debt exchange program on many banks. The bank also recorded a strong improvement in its cost-to-income ratio in the year under review. According to the managing director of the bank, Ozani Hakim, the bank will continue on its part to mitigate the impact of the second debt exchange program on its operations. For the first DDP, um, as I said um, during the session, uh, we had an exposure of, uh, um, of 133 million Ghana CDs and we have done the necessary uh, in terms of uh, uh, determining the fair value and the provisioning for that. Um, we don't have at, um, at this stage uh, any further exposure uh, linked to uh, the, second, um, the second DDP uh, um, uh, initiative. So we don't expect any, any, any further impact on our, um, on our activity uh, for, for, uh, for this year. Mr. Hosani added that the depreciation of the city, however, negatively affected its clients and general microeconomic growth. This, this negative impact, I, I was talking about it globally on our clients. Uh, it's not, you know, um, what I mean is that uh, we have observed that uh, our clients have been resilient have been resilient even with the high increase of the interest rates because when you borrow money uh, you know more the interest rates are high uh, more the 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 the, the weight uh, you know that you and is important for you and it's heavy for you so uh, but we have seen a good level of resilience of our clients um, the depreciation of the Ghana city also has hit uh, many of our mainly corporate clients uh, who have um, uh, borrowed. Uh, so necessarily uh, they had a negative impact on their business and this is why uh, it's also globally impacts uh, uh, at certain level, the macroeconomic growth, etc. Uh, but all in all, uh, once again as a banker, what I would uh, observe during the 2022 year is that regarding the difficulties and the, 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 the level of uh, unpredictability of the environment, uh, we have seen a real uh, uh, resilience. The bank reiterated its commitment to developing the right products and solutions for clients. Now, stakeholders in the artificial intelligence sector cautioning organizations and businesses to strictly adhere to the security guidelines associated with emerging tools in the industry to safeguard the operations. At a Data and Intelligence Forum, Group Vice President of Data Excellence, Inola Benjamina, they urge businesses to adapt and strictly follow guidelines associated with artificial intelligence to harness its full benefits.
The Data and Artificial Intelligence Forum brought together industry leaders and experts to explore latest innovations, trends, and advancements in the field. Experts also underscored the need for more businesses to adopt the use of artificial intelligence. In an interview, Group Vice President of Data Excellence, Eniola Benjamin Ade, urged businesses to comply with rules guiding the use of artificial intelligence. The fact is there are a number of tools out there and um, most of these models are developed in the open so that there is a certain level of transparency you see exactly what is going into it what composes it and there are basically rules and guidelines that govern how those models are supposed to be used and deployed one of the reasons why we are betting on the Microsoft cloud specifically for this is because they have always been known for their data protection laws. So even when you put your models and your data in the Azure cloud, you are guaranteed that as long as you observe the needed security um, guidelines, your data should be safe. Senior Solutions Architect of Cloudware, Kennedy Lekete, added that businesses must protect their assets and data. The cloud has actually, you know, put in place quite a number of solutions to ensure that, you know, businesses get the best experience in terms of giving their users and their end users a more seamless environment that is AI-driven and ensure that, you know, with the help of AI, organizations are able to, you know, work smart and and ensure a more seamless and efficient environment. So you can actually integrate AI into these processes, right, while also protecting the data across every layer. So Microsoft Cloud has put in place a quite number of solutions today, you know, across identity, applications, your network, your entire cloud infrastructure or your on-premise infrastructure to help process critical assets and data to ensure that even when AI is integrated, you know, it is even secured. Reports have shown that 50% of organizations have adopted artificial intelligence in at least one area of business. And that's how we wrap up tonight. For more business news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com for a slash business. I am Beverly Broom. Sports is next with Razak Musbah. Please stay. The business segment was brought to you by Ecobank, a Pan-African bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Number one from here, two and three from here, five and six from here, for now. Now, I have the number seven, eight, and the number nine. Bring me number 10. Please, I can't eat anymore. I mean, number 10, liver salt. Your most effective liver salt for the relief of stomach upset, heartburn, hyperacidity, and indigestion. Would you like to try number 11? Number 10 liver salt. Refreshing relief. Fast. Manufactured and distributed by Ernest Chemist Limited. This advert is FDA approved.
magic is in the design. Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy a big car. <laughs> Buy a big house. Thank you. We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply. For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. And when I find it, I stick to it. My shishimanya your bell pack tissues. Bell pack ever tea roll. Bell pack tea roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Park is simply the best. It's just perfect. Fruit juice. This outfit is FD. Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy a big car. I'll buy a big house. Thank you. 
we are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply. Whiskey. Wash All of a sudden, my voice are different. And when you try a call. Batman, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey whiskey. Shale, honey near their frow. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now so taste me is smooth. And it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey. Blended with natural honey flavor. Hey, what's up? Batman. Hey, what the hell is this? I'm going to go to Black Rock Whiskey. Tabby, the feel is smooth. That's no. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Own your luxury. What if you could enjoy ultra luxury in the environs of Sakumono? What if you could have a share of affluence all to yourself? Step into our five bed. segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbab. Let's start off with the Ghana Football Association because they have officially launched its women's football strategy during a ceremony held at the Swiss Spirit Elisa Hotel in Accra. The strategy was developed by the Ghana FA's technical directorate, led by Bernard Lepe and the head of the women's football Dex, Amar Brobe Williams. Now, the GFA president, Kerti Kweku, speaking at the event, says their aim is to bring football to the doorstep of aspiring female footballers. Launch of this strategy is not just an event. It is the declaration of our dedication to gender equality and the spirit of inclusivity. It sends a clear message that women's football matters. It is time for us to invest in its growth and development. We are committed at the Football Association to providing every young girl in Ghana with equal opportunities allowing them to dream big and to pursue their passion for football without limitations. This strategy is as a result of extensive research, collaboration and consultation. It is a roadmap for success and comparison various aspects such as infrastructure development, coach programs or coaching programs, talent identification and support systems. Our aim as a football association is to create that environment 
professionalism and celebrate the achievements of our female footballers. Now, join us via Zoom for more on this is uh, board uh, individuals who are at the front line of this very, very initiative at the Ghana Football Association. We have uh, Mrs. Ama uh, Bobe on the via Zoom and also Evelyn Isia Asari joining us via Zoom for uh, some more insights on this women's football strategy. Ladies, thanks very much for joining me on Prime Sports tonight. And uh, let me start with you, uh, Ama. I mean, you have, you, you were a critical part of the development of this very uh, initiative. First of all, help us appreciate why this strategy in the first place? What have you identified to be the problem with the women's game in the country? For which reason you think this strategy is going to be the panacea to resolve it? Okay, so um, thank you for having me on your show. My name is Emma Bobby Williams, the head of women's football development at the Ghana Football Association. Um, the first thing I want everyone to know is the strategy is a requirement of the GFA as well as FIFA, so the standard. And the purpose of the document is to give a clear path, a direction in how to develop the women's game. Interesting. Uh, but it, so take us through the process that you, you know, had to go through to come up with this document. We understand it was under the auspices of the technical director and a few other stakeholders that were engaged in developing a document. Help us appreciate how you arrived at this three-year strategy. Um, okay, so the first thing is to identify the weaknesses within the project, which is the women's football development, and we identify six areas, which, which are um, grassroots, education, um, talent identification, lead development, national teams, and marketing, branding, and commercialization. So these are the six pillars of the strategy that we will be focusing on implementing for the next four years. Um, the process, so the, the, the process will be implementation of the strategy. We are going to set up um, six different teams based on the pillars I just mentioned and also have a committee that's going to serve as a governing body to direct the teams on implementing the strategy. And the strategy is not only going to be implemented by the GFA, we're using internal and external stakeholders, so all-inclusive, even the media. Mm. Mm. So we're engaging the girls, the spectators, we're engaging corporate, and everybody, all stakeholders involved. Mm. Interesting. Let me bring you in, uh, Madame Evelyn Isia Asari. You are at the forefront of the game. You have a club. You manage. Uh, I'm sure you've gone through the document. Um, what, what is your impression of the document? And um, do you believe it has the potential to transform the women's game in the country? Thank you very much. Um, let me say good evening to your viewers. I believe that it is a very good initiative. We are dealing with the principles of the and we know that there were things there, but they were not properly uh, together. So this message is going to help all of us. 
Okay, interesting. I'm sure you spoke about um, the talent that they take. Mm. In Ghana, we have the talent, but how to put them together is the problem. You know, in women's football, if you are not able to start the players with a good tactical play or the tactics, how the, the person is supposed to pass a ball and other stuff. If you are not able to identify these things and put them together, whatever the, the girl starts with is what the person is doing. We don't teach persons at the national camp. We teach all these things at the club level. So I believe that it is going to help the coaches. It will help the administrators. You know how to bring your girls together. You see, even football, it's a different, different ball game when you compare it uh, 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 with the men. You see, when you are playing a game, in the same game, and you have an issue with a man, the issue will never travel to um, the, 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 the main game. But women football is different. So if you are able to start the talent from the initial stages through to another start, I believe they will be able to do the right thing before they get to the national team. Again, it's something that is going to introduce the uh, school coaches so that they touch the players. You see, the, you, you see the girls during school games before you bring the girls together. So, if you are able to get the coaches who are there, the teachers who are there on board, as Amma said, it is all inclusive. The stakeholders, the coaches, everybody who is supposed to play a part for women's football to progress. They all brought their input. When you are doing something and you have everybody mm. coming together, you are able to do it well. Mm. So I believe that this is something that is going to help those in the women's front to be able to build a very formidable team. It is not only on the field, but it should also be of the field, how the players will dress, how the players will come together, and they also have to go through education. You see, FIFA says that football is feminine. It means that now the attention of FIFA is certain to towards women football. Mm. And they know that when women football progress, everything will progress mm. in football industry. Uh, interesting. Amma, let me come back to you. I mean, um, what has the, uh, have the GFA done or put in place to ensure that there is a strict adherence to this strategy? So that at least the objectives that we are looking to realize from it is uh, indeed realized uh, three years from now. Okay, so the GFA has really um, gained a lot of popularity with women's football. And, and so it's definitely a priority for the GFA. We have all the uh, measures in place. We, um, a lot of people ask about financing, which is the biggest thing, because without that, I'm sure everybody will know that this will not happen. Mm -hmm. So financing, we're getting finance from the GFA, from FIFA, and also, obviously, from sponsors. So as and when we receive the funds, we apply it to the different less asset fits. Mm. Interesting. And you're very confident that three years from now... So let, let me just uh, put this directly to you. Three years from now if we should be talking about the women's game, what do you think the narrative really is going to be? I'm very hopeful and I'm very confident and I can assure you that we are going to work. We've actually started working and I don't know if you've heard about football for girls. So even on the grassroots, we started last year. We collaborated with the Ghana Education Services. Mm. They gave us permission to enter all the schools in Ghana to introduce football for girls. We really have started working 
So there's a clear pathway, mm. and I'm confident that in four years from it's a four-year strategy. Mm. Right. So four years now, at least ninety percent of everything in the strategy should be implemented. Mm. I can't say a hundred percent, but I'm very confident. Mm. Okay, um, let me give the final words to Evelyn. Evelyn, uh, let me give your final words. Uh, she assures that the GFA will make funding available to ensure that uh, the strategy is implemented to the core. Um, or from the side of the clubs, um, is there a commitment you are making to ensure that at least you help the GFA realize the objectives of this strategy? It is, it is because we realize that when we go to every country, the, the, the leaders of the country are supposed to make sure that their youth get jobs to do. So if somebody is bringing something to that, so that they will be able to get the jobs to do. I believe that this will not be a GFA affair. I mean, it should be everyone, including the government. Mm. We have the assembly there. They have quotas for sports. What are they doing about that quotas? So I believe that this strategy, now that they know we have put a strategy together, we are going to go around the district assembly with the help of the local government minister. We will go to them. We have to grab the girl. Mm. We are going to have this girl. DEF is involved. We are passing the highway from the back mm. so that we, the, the local assembly effective that are we going to achieve the target that we have set for so I would say yes. Mm. You see now when you are involved in a remaining game, you'll be there and somebody will call you. I need your player. He told me that the player is ever mm. I believe that because of this strategy, we will all come together, fight the common goal, know how our players ever so that we will not turn like the name. Okay. But for so many years, have to talk and protocol. They go to Africa and they don't perform. Mm. We want to go to Champions League and perform. Okay. But that is doing this year. We need to help her. Mm. We need to help the team to be able to progress and go far. I think okay. they are able to win. I got to win 2000. They became second. Champions is the main edition. So we should be able to come together. Help the team that is moving from Ghana to be able to go fast in the championship. So okay. that it's attainable, it's achievable. All right, we'll leave it here. Ladies, thanks very much for your time, and uh, we'll keep tabs on it and see how far the women's game will go with this strategy. That's Evelyn Insia Asari, CEO of Azaka's Ladies, and uh, Amat Brobe, also with the Ghana Football Association, responsible for the women's football. Let's talk about the Africa Games now, and contractors at the University of Ghana Stadium say they are left with only 30% of work ahead of March. 2024's Africa Games, a team made up of university's Vice Chancellor Professor Nana Abba Apia Amfo, Minister for Sport Mustafa Yusif, LOC Chairman Dr. Kweku Ofosuasari, and other LOC members this morning inspected the facilities at Legon, which will be used for the Games. The rugby field has also been pegged at 70% completion, but there is work left to be done at the university's diaspora halls, which will serve as the Games Village. Nevertheless, the Vice-Chancellor for the University of Ghana, Professor Amfo, has been left impressed with the work done so far. 
at some point, as you know, UG is a key partner in organizing these games. At some point, I was uh, concerned that we this wasn't going to happen, and uh, it had implications for us also with regard to setting and readjusting our academic calendar. But I've been quite impressed with what I've seen this morning. I see that for all the places that we have been to, the rugby pitch, the games village, and the main stadium as well as the warm-up pitch, I see that work is progressing steadily. And I believe that when we keep up this pace, uh, by October, November, we should be able to get all the international certification that we need to get. And uh, what will really be left will be aesthetics. That was Professor Nana Abba Apia Amfo, Vice-Chancellor of the University of Ghana, who despite indicating she was impressed with the quality of work on the facilities at the University of Ghana premises, which will be used for the games, she confessed there are aspects she has slight worries with. I mean, right here uh, on this uh, field, uh, we've noticed the quality of the grass, which we have pointed out to the contractors, and they have assured us that they are going to uh, work on. Uh, on the other hand, too, we are concerned uh, with regard to the refurbishment going on uh, within the student hostels and for the students to, uh, in the meantime, keep these uh, facilities as they are expected to be kept uh, before the start of the games. She led an inspection team made up of Minister for Sport, Mustafa Youssef, LOC Chairman, Dr. Kweku Ufusu Asari, the LOC's Deputy Chief Operating Officer, Olympian Rix Broby, as well as Director of Sport at the University of Ghana, Dr. Bella Bello Butugu. The Diaspora Halls and its surrounding environment will be used as the Games Village, where there will be two 500-seater cafeterias and a clinic. Rooms in the diaspora halls will have to be adjusted to meet international standards in order to house the 5,000-plus athletes expected to arrive in Ghana between the 5th and 7th of March 2024. The 2,800 rooms will be fitted with air conditioners and water heating systems. We have the AC, we changed the lights to LED, fun, we did some tiling, this door was changed. Continuing students at the University of Ghana are scheduled to have a first semester break on February 4th, 2024 to ensure work on the rooms is completed before athletes' arrival. Meanwhile, work at the University of Ghana Stadium has been pegged at 70% complete, with contractors assured work at the stadium and rugby fields will be completed by December, so the pre-game mandatory testing of facilities can be done. There have been public fears Ghana's hosting of the Games is under threat considering the pace of work, but the Minister for Sport did make sure to allay those fears. We are not grappling at all of meeting deadline. We are on track and we are going to ensure that uh, the contractors complete uh, the facilities on time for us to be able to do testing. And like you, uh, you saw, the contractor did indicate that we are almost 70% uh, completion 
and some of them, some of the facilities are about 80%. Uh, the Gains Village is almost 85% complete. So to assure the country and to assure you the media, we'll finish the facilities and we'll do the testing before the games. Government of Ghana is so committed to doing these games. You will you know that since 1965, this is the first time we are getting the opportunity to host the games. And the president has given us every assurance, despite the challenges we are having. COVID, what have you, Ukraine. I'm not a politician, I know it. <laughs> but what is going on recently? Elsewhere, elsewhere. I have spoken to so many African countries. Elsewhere, they would have, they would have pulled out. But our government is committed to getting things done. And we are hoping that we will host the games and to be one of the best ever in the history of the games. Let's do some tennis now, and for the second straight match at the Wimbledon, Nova Djokovic navigated a tricky tie break on his way to a straight set win at the All England Lawn Tennis Club. On Wednesday evening, the Serbian continued his bid for a fifth straight London title and an eighth overall with a 6-3-7-6-7-5 win against aggressive Aussie Jordan Thompson. Nine years old. Jordan Thompson. Interesting battle there, and uh, the action continues tonight and even tomorrow through the week. I'll bring you an update on that. But that's all time we're putting it on Prime Sports tonight. We'll be Zach There's more on myjoeonline.com for slash sports. Do have a lovely evening. Sports segments was brought to you by Mende DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries.